1: Welcome everyone to the Film Vault. That's Anderson. And I'm Brian Bishop, our host for today. Going to bring you, oh, of course, the big, fast, sexy, fast X. I thought
0: you were going to say still.
1: That's also sexy. We'll bring that to you too. Still, a Michael J. Fox. Move it ran right down. I just wrote it down. Still. Well, that's that was a mistake on your that part. That's foolish. Yeah. Foolish. Uh, also, a listener assigned film by Matt Rixner. Uh-huh. A girl walks home alone at night.
0: All right. It's true. That's what he assigned. I'm very eager to talk to you about that it's one. See. see how you like A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. A movie that I've been wanting to see since 2014, and here we are. Here we are. We both have seen it. We're both going to have a conversation about it. Let's
1: Indeed, talk. That's Let's how the talk show about works.
0: it. But first, you and Avery are going to talk uh, a, a bunch about a movie that I did <laughs> not see that I, don't, I, I, don't, I, banned. I
1: banned. Don't rush it. Don't rush it. I banned it, Brian. You're I feel sure you okay don't with it. it.
2: You Your it.
0: microphone is terrible. Is it terrible? Is it not? It's just It's just. It's just very low. So it's very check. low. Yeah, what do we do with like this me? program? Yeah. yeah why well, did we not do a mic so check before the program? I did. on the
2: level. All right. Um, all, right. Was all good to me. All right. Hey, this I'm is better. We're relaxed.
0: At? I'm going to calm down. All right. Here we go.
2: Yeah. See, if you had seen okay? Fast X, you'd be in a much dumber, more <laughs> more, more docile
1: state.
0: What happened, uh, Avery? One of the, one of the reasons why we're uh, we're, we're scrambling over here.
2: Uh, I blew it. I took uh, took were, on too much, flew too close to the sun. leave later, <laughs> there. go to do comedy and <laughs> podcasting on one day. I am incapable of both because Fast X lobotomized me. <laughs> take, it
1: for, take it from way. us. Never try and do comedy and podcasting. <laughs> no, the same I was going to
2: say, yeah, Brian's been trying this uh, for yeah.
0: for fifteen plus years,
2: and it's, it's not, not working. Yet, not, not yet has been it's successful.
1: Not? I don't I, think anyone's mastered that.
2: I hit the uh, double double whammy. I saw Fast X at the Grove, so mm-hmm. I think I lost an extra amount of uh, of a brain brain power. Oh, so
0: seeing so, at the Grove makes yes, you dumber. I
2: think so. Uh, okay. So I have no computer, okay, and I have uh, no ability to run the programs. It'll Mm. all be done in post. So if it sounds better or worse, that's the reason.
0: Well, we better hit our post if you're putting the music in in afterwards. I'm still
2: going to make Brian miss the post. Okay, That would feel more realistic.
0: So let's do what we do, which is the uh, fan flick. Oh wait, you know what? I got some stuff on the top real quick. Um, The wife. The wife is asking for uh, my help, which is it's not that rare, but she rarely like has me uh, try and get her help through our through our audience through okay. the program. Other than Addie's antiques, but I put a whole lot of work into that sure. as well. That's, that's,
1: a, a, that's a that's a joint venture.
0: It's a family passion sure. project. That's right. But no, she's a collector of uh, you know the old uh, Pyrex, as it were, mid-century modern kitchen is her jam. Okay. She's obsessed with it, and uh, she completes set it sets and it's it's uh, it's Pokemon for sure. growing. Women, most of the time. There's a lot of men that are out there that are into it as well. I'm one of them. I like it. I don't yeah. like it. like She likes it. Anyways, long story short, if you live by or in Blairsville, Pennsylvania, and yeah. you would like to help us out a little bit. And this is get a deep hole. I know. I told her, I said, I'll, I'll throw it out there. Right, I'm not doing this all the time, but there's that one piece that she's obsessed with. Catches. It's an auction, and you have to pick it up in person. So, she, the white, I, white Whale. You get a finder's fee. does she already win it? No, it's not until like May 31st, so we got a little bit of runway. But yeah, if you live in Blairsville, Pennsylvania, would you and, and you and you don't hate me, would you shoot me an email? Uh, Anderson. That's a tough cross I know, I know. It's
2: a very narrow pool.
0: It's an hour outside of Pittsburgh. I, it's nothing like I'm looking for people who are willing to drive an hour to Blairsville.
2: But if you live within you know, 10,
0: 15 don't minutes. Any
2: Penns fans out there, help Andy.
0: Blairsville, Pennsylvania, uh, for the end of the month, pick up. I think pick up is the 31st or something. I'll give you more details if we actually get there. But If I, you're
1: in Torrance or Blackleck or Coral or oh, Grayston... Any of those cities, any of the neighboring towns.
0: I feel like they probably know already if they are in those towns.
1: You know, what, if, what if they don't know uh, Blairsville? And they're like, wait, that's just right down the street.
2: But they live in Blairsville?
1: they near Blairsville. Burl, perhaps? Just just like like if you, they don't, New Alexandria? Like you
2: know that you're near Santa Clarita. They that's would right. know that they're near.
0: Like, if they don't know the information you're giving them, I don't know if they're qualified to pick up a piece of glass. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's I don't a, think I would make it from the house to the car.
2: All right. Do I tape it to the hood?
0: So there'd be like a, a finder's fee, and then uh, we would we would help you like get it shipped to us as, as well, obviously, like find a place that you don't even, you, hopefully you won't even have to ship it. We'd find you a, a place where you can say, hey, will you pack this for me? And then we pay you the money to So, All right,
1: there. Listen up, Reynolds Boulevard, Do get a little, or possibly even Robinson. Do we get a little cameo from Jillian?
2: Oh, you know what? I should have made her. I should have well, said, 30 yeah. 30-second video to...
1: Even if you're in Clyde.
0: Okay, Brian... <laughs> No Western Pennsylvania uh, shout-outs. <laughs> all right, let's let's move on with the program. All right, don't maybe go to Latrobe. Oh, Latrobe is pretty goddamn sweet. I hear about Latrobe all the time in the uh, the, the, the Pittsburgh sports podcast That's that right. I listen You're to. A lot lost. of Latrobe talk. All right,
1: a lot of Latrobe. <laughs> <It> really, because
0: <is. laughs> <laughs> I listen to DK uh, Sports uh, daily. I listen to his daily take on that. He does five days a week. This guy does like ten to twenty minutes but on. But why Latrobe?
1: Is there a minor league franchise? I day? think
0: there's some kind of training facility. Oh, okay. Maybe, fun to maybe, say. I think it's maybe where the Steelers do. I don't know. I don't listen to the Steelers one, but I hear a lot about Triple Trobe. All right, let's, uh, I'm sorry. Way too much about non-movie stuff. Let's go, guys.
1: I feel like that was just enough. <laughs> <laughs>
2: fan <Fan-fliction. laughs> Here we go. Compiled by the Mitch Burns. Brian Raleigh on Facebook. Fast X. Great to see the series get back to hyper-realistic physics and well-written dialogue. I had to check and make sure I didn't accidentally walk into a screening of Oppenheimer.
1: Five stars! That's interesting. I felt the opposite, but I guess we'll talk about
2: Smart, that. Another smart Brian. David J on Reddit. Fast X. Better than the previous installment, but overall it's only moderately entertaining action porn at this point. Uh, And I kind of thought Jason Momoa hamming it up was kind of annoying. Devs, not the TV vault, but Avery was right. Alex Garland's series is really, really great. Do you want to guess the uh, Fast XFVT score? Yes.
1: Got to be two-thirds, 66%.
0: Two-thirds in favor of. I'm I'm saying sub-50, like 40-ish. 92%. Come
2: on, (laughs) guys. 92%. (laughs) Just when
0: I think our audience is like tipped to get...
1: Can that be the gambling like, mm-hmm. with this week?
2: Well, it's too late. Oh, well, Yeah, I see why you want that. Yeah, I that like why I Joseph Bridges on Twitter. I don't think a movie could be any more Anderson than Ex-Drummer from 2007. Too tight. Constantly both disgusting and hilarious while having a very interesting filmmaking.
0: I don't like disgusting, guys. Come on.
2: You turn the corner on poop humor. No, That's I have right. not. I've
1: embraced poops. it. <laughs> I <It> still
2: <laughs> At Big Dweeb. Big D-Dweeb. No, Big Dweeb. On Twitter, Master Gardener. There was something there, but didn't quite do it for me. Blackberry. They made a phone, and I never had or wanted uh, into a compelling story. Fun.
0: Constant. Uh, the, 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 what's Which what's, what's Gardener one is that? Master Gardener. Master Gardener. It's the Paul Schrader, uh, the latest Paul Schrader okay. uh, a movie. It completes a trilogy, The, ca- the Card Counter and First, uh, first oh, Reformed. Sure, sure. I love First Reformed. Or did I hate it? That last that last scene was kind of like, uh, what are we doing here? But I'm trying to remember. Card counter was like, okay, so, so maybe he forgot how to make movies.
1: Not a lot of card
2: counting, ironically. My yeah. buddy watched that on a plane because he thought it was about poker. Very yeah, disappointed. I, I
1: was so excited. <laughs> there was some poker in there. There was some, not nearly <laughs> not enough. Not enough.
2: But he deserved it because he's also the Ben Affleck guy. Oh, that's right. So he deserves no, he, it. He gets what he, he yeah, what he deserves. Reaps what he sows. The Starling Girl. Great performance from Eliza Scanlon. All right. Trial member on Reddit, Targets, fuck to the ass, what an experience, such an insane fucked up movie, the absolute lack of motive makes the violence so much more disturbing.
0: That's Targets from 1968 we're talking about there, just to keep it right, it's not a new uh, movie that's in theaters (laughs) now, it's... uh,
2: I don't know if it's in theaters anywhere.
0: No, I don't... yeah, you know what? It's called. It's a cult movie. I could see it being in theaters now and again. But uh, Is first
1: reformed, the one Ethan Hawk flogs himself. Well, God, be Careful, buddy. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah there is well, some right. of that. There is okay. some of that. Unpleasant, bit of a reveal. Unpleasant. Might be a little bit more than flogging, but yes, it's, he, he writes to himself quite there's a lot to like in that uh, first reformed. About a tortured, uh, drinking uh, priest over there, That's Ethan right. Hawke, Paul Schrader. He writes dark shit. Indeed, almost exclusively. Almost exclusively. Well, I would say entirely exclusively. Unless you find it hilarious to watch Willem Dafoe and uh, what's his name from, from the soup? What's the guy's name? McHale? Uh, no, the guy before him. Who? John
1: Anderson? No. Hal Sparks? No, before. Before, like the Kinnear. original. Kinnear.
0: Kinnear, Greg Kinnear. Hal Sparks. <laughs> Sparks. <laughs> You remember that scene in uh, Autofocus where the two of them I are sitting to next tab. to each other just kind of casually watching porn and because they're like sex addicts or so casually watching porn, talking about like they're catching up while they're just wanking it? It was oh. uh, so uncomfortable to watch.
1: You that that's sounds a- troubling.
0: Imagine getting to that level. You where- find
1: that uncomfortable? Yes, Brian. Our watch-along is coming up this week.
0: Our watch-along <laughs> is coming <laughs> up. Witch? Tanya Roberts <laughs> is in The Beastmaster. True. <laughs> <laughs> I see where you're going, and I don't like it at all. I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you.
2: He's going to wait until the baby in the fire scene. Oh, That's right.
0: But we could do it here, though, because we're not doing it in my house anymore. That's right. So, so my wife and child won't wander in, because the house is going to be clear. Yeah,
1: I told Christy that, uh, you know, she's like, can Tessa watch? I'm like, well, it is PG. <laughs> but I wouldn't recommend
0: no, it. No, she, she should not. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, let's get to it. Uh, why don't you guys get to it? I'm, I'm going to turn the camera on you, Avery, because I'm not part of this.
1: Have you not seen Fast X?
0: I'm not seeing it. No, I I don't need to. You're Your heart's hurt? not filled with joy.
1: You're really hurting the show. Am I hurting the show though? I'm like show. I
0: can't figure it out because I get a lot of shit for watching movies like this and then just being like annoyed and, and pointing out all the obvious things that are wrong with them. <laughs> and then I get uh, people that are very equally upset with me for not watching it and being enraged because they enjoy that. So I don't. I'm just gonna tap out and let Avery do it.
1: Avery, do you have notes on this movie or, or thoughts for? Oh, me? I have thoughts. Oh boy, Fast X is in theaters now. It's 2023 film directed by Louis Leterrier. Louis Leterrier, uh, starring Vin Diesel, Chase Momoa, Michelle Rodriguez, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, John Cena, mm, yeah, I said Tyrese Gibson, uh, Natalie Manuel, uh, Sung Song Kang, Song Kang, he plays ha- as um, Han, uh, Jordan Brewster, Brie Larson, Charlize Theron, and Helen Mirren are in this. <laughs> 53% about, What a What a cast. 53% of Rotten Tomatoes. You can see this in theaters now. I recommend it highly. Uh, the, uh, the, the word family is uttered 17 times. Is it? Did I was you count? Keep, I was keeping a track.
2: I was, I was wondering that as I saw it.
1: It was very backloaded. Like There wasn't a lot of family up through like, Act 2, but Act 3, a lot of family.
2: Heavily a lot of family. front-loaded with the family.
1: Although um, uh, Dominic Toretto, who you might suspect, only utters it twice.
2: That is surprising. That is
1: surprising.
2: You would imagine that he would lead the charge on that.
1: What was your experiencing the film? Is he an opening day?
2: I saw it yesterday. So I oh, saw it Sunday. How like did you Sunday matinee. I know. Sunday matinee. Okay. Because I had to wait until everybody was available. Gotcha. Because the whole crew wanted to see the uh, Fast X. It's it's required viewing. I Under,
1: oh, totally understand. It's required that. viewing. Now you've seen all the fast films.
2: I've seen all of them.
1: I call them films. Yep. And uh, okay, so how does this one stack up? Where does this fall in the hierarchy?
2: I think this one was better than nine. I agree. Eight is terrible. Eight, eight, eight is nine quite towards we're, the we're bottom, a bit of a crater. Yeah, in eight. This series. I think eight and two are bordering on unwatchable. I don't think you need to see them.
1: The first one, while a bad movie, at least was like, was it '90s? Like two thousand one, so okay, close. So, oh, wow. so it was effectively bleed over from the '90s, but it was in that spirit of. Bad over the top action nineties movies, and they're at least
2: really doing stunts.
1: Yeah, yeah. And whereas, and and then they got to like I don't know, I guess five, six, and seven were kind of the sweet spot. Yes, yeah, more or less. Yeah, I would the, say those so. Those movies like knew what they were. They knew what they were, and they leaned into the silliness and the action and the ridiculousness, jumping from building to building, all, all the all the shit, and uh, and then it kind of lost its way a tiny bit.
2: I think this one was sort of a return to form because eight was unwatchable. Nine was a bit of a mess. Mm-hmm. This one, I went into this nervous, thinking <laughs> I'm, I, I might have to be done with Fast and Furious. But... It pulled together enough threads because I went into this hearing that they were thinking about splitting this into three movies going forward, that it'll be a three-part ender. And I went, I have no idea how the fuck they're going to do that. And then by the ending credits, I went,
1: ah, I'm ready for two I'm ready, more. I'm ready
2: for it. Give me more Jason Momoa. The,
1: the, the, uh, the ending is a bit of a cliffhanger. We're not gonna, we won't talk yes. about it too much, but they definitely um, don't wrap things up very neatly. In fact, I was saying no. more is left uns- unsolved than solved. The most, cl- Every
2: single time I've left a Fast and Furious movie, I have not uh, cared to know what's going to happen next. I've not even been able to anticipate. It doesn't matter. You watch that thing, and then they'll figure something else out.
1: Did you stick around for the mid-credits? Yes, I did. Okay, that's exciting.
2: But this is the first time that they've designed it that way where you go, oh, I have some idea of what will happen right. next. I'm, I'm interested. Gonna go. sure. Normally it's just, okay, we <laughs> blew up this yeah. or outran a plane and you go, okay, I, they yeah. could be done right now.
1: A bonus scene, effectively. Yeah. Um, okay, you mentioned Jason Momoa because for me, Momoa is worth a full star to this movie. I
2: think so too. I, I did not agree with the listener who said he was doing too much. I thought he, without him, this movie is maybe more than one star worse.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot more ordinary without him. Yeah, and he... I thought He this brings one... something that is just sorely lacking, you know what I mean, in the series.
2: Where yeah, the entire time, which is making fun of itself. Because I thought yeah. this was the most uh, aware one that they've ever made, possibly. It seemed like a mm-hmm. lot of it, they were aware of how absurd something was, just in how Jason Momoa would interact with people. Right. It seemed like they knew what was happening was absurd. So it seemed like they at least were partially in on the joke, whereas in the past, part of what's delightful is they're so serious about driving a car through the Burj Khalifa. And you go, what?
1: Yeah, at this point, I think only, okay, I'm going to think about it, but only Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez are like playing it straight. You know what I mean? Everyone else is kind of, we know what we're doing here.
2: After the, the, the intro action scene, and it's you know return to family, and I found that ten minutes to be violently unwashable.
1: <laughs> it was violently, I'm, and then uh, it caused pain within you, or that you wanted to cause pain. I wanted, externally? I wanted
2: to leave my body. I, I was just thinking of Anderson uh, uh, watching me watch this movie and losing respect for me because it was. Just them two acting with each other, Michelle Rodriguez and Vin Diesel just sharing this like love scene and oh, we want to be parents was just the most painful thing.
1: They were trying to play in love and it was was hard. It was tough to watch.
2: Horrendous. But then a real actor enters the scene, Charlie's Theron and you go, Oh, there's real actors in this. Thank God. But doesn't that
0: make it even worse? Like when somebody's kinda heavy and then like somebody morbidly obese comes (laughs) in, it's like, Oh, they're not heavy at all. Like, you know what I mean? That's kind of a negative. But, But it
2: helps because then Swiftly, they never put those two like j- just on screen on their own again. So, yeah. usually, one of them is being buoyed by a very good actor. They
1: went to great lengths to separate them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Which really helps like it. Like the
1: Keymaster and the Gatekeeper.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm. Almost embarrassed at how delighted I was by this movie. I, I was open, open mouthed laughing throughout most of this.
1: So, Momoa, like we said, is worth a full star by himself. He was kind of a throwback to like the James Bond villains of like uh, uh, the Roger Moore era, you know, over yeah. the top and silly. But With a little also
2: Javier Bardem from yeah. Skyfall, if he was a little more suicide squatty almost.
1: Yeah. he would, Anderson, Momoa is doing kind of like a. Oh, I saw a the trailer. Yeah,
2: but, but did. I don't know I don't, if he shines through in the trailer. I don't
1: think he does at all. He just seems like big, tough Jason Momoa. And once you get into the movie, he's playing a flamboyant, almost swishy version of like a tough, you know, he's menacing, but he's also very. Um, how would you describe?
2: It felt very Suicide Squad to me in terms of the humor and how flamboyant he was, and, yeah, he was,
1: and actually, just uh, sorry, um, almost um, like a male
2: Harley Quinn in some sense. Yes,
1: probably 100 percent right because I thought about you and McGregor from Birds of Prey. Yeah, almost effeminate. You know what I mean? Yeah, but also menacing at the same time.
2: And, and would go in and out of it. Yeah. B- part of he'd be fucking with you, and then he would be scary.
1: No, I, I enjoyed Momoa's uh, uh, performance completely. I mean, you go back to
0: Kindergarten Cop, and like that was done by uh, Alabama, like uh, Tice. Remember, like, uh, I'm trying to get a manicure. Like, he was, like, oh, right. the, the bad guy in that. He, he was the guy that played Buddy Ravel.
1: Right, he was kind of erudite.
0: Yeah, what is it? Yeah. Uh, but the manscaping that, like, yeah. that goes on, and, like, there's... Uh, Metrosexual? The, <laughs> Metrosexual. Oh, nice. That kind of thing was happening? Yes,
2: like, very, very much. So he's got painted nails. He's got hair ties and scrunchies, and... Yep. Uh, yeah, He's jewelry. Even like kind and, of
0: like
1: swishing at one point. Yes. you get the sense of, that
0: it was written that way, or he kind of created it and just I got g- the was sense given,
1: he, I don't know. I didn't. I, think, I thought maybe he. I think it wanted both. An interesting take on the character.
0: So it works for you guys, and you like this. Yes, Yeah, I it enjoy it fun, I mean, our listener, I said that it was it was horrible.
2: Well, the first one said he thought he wanted Oppenheimer.
0: No, no, but I about Momoa specifically. Oh, yeah, I fully disagree with that.
1: Okay. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I it think he was. I think it was the best be, part. It was being in this movie because it wouldn't work in Mission Impossible. You know what I mean? This would work in Mission yeah. Impossible. I did
2: Very like, little of this. It did feel more like it was a return to the roots. I, I enjoyed the cast. I enjoyed the action scenes. And I do think they lived up to because my whole thing was where are they going to go after they drove a car into space? Right. And I feel like they managed to find a way to sort of reboot.
1: Yeah, make it palatable. Okay, so yeah.
0: Brian, I know you just you're like this is gonna be an enjoyable popcorn movie. I'm all in. Let's let's go. It'll, no, it'll no, knock it out an No, I was in. I, well, was, I no, was You were not <clears throat> upset by having to see this for the show. You you walked in. <laughs> yeah, you, you see what I'm saying. No. You weren't like no, uh Chris. Like me. the way I would. It's not that I. I, I just I I'm exhausted by the end of movies like this, right? And I just feel like I could probably. Now this is not a great week for this to happen because I it was a very like, you love to say short week, but it really was a sh- very short week. Was. Somebody. Like who was kind of like a, a titan in my life, uh, died last month, and his, his memorial was this oh. weekend. So I was gone all Sorry. weekend. So it was really a short week. It was hard to see movies. And I, this would not have helped. Normally, what I would do with this two hour and twenty one minute uh, just abomination, which I'm assuming it is, I would I would spend I would watch a a, a harder to find like forgotten movie or something and try and shine a light on that you know what i mean yes Just kind of but i'm not able to do that this week so i apologize but i will be doing that as i ban movies uh, moving forward
1: i can <laughs> tell you with with 100 sincerity it's not abomination it's a three-star movie it's wait for it fun uh-huh. very high on the fun scale
0: okay so i want to ask this guy over okay. here though yes. Avery. what makes you like now is it like i can't believe people take this seriously so that's what makes it funny is it funny that, know, that it exists? Does. Jason Momoa was out and out. No, there's funny. people out there that take this whole franchise various and will want to fight you. They're definitely They're definitely. they are. They're
2: definitely, are they're right? definitely are. I, I, I think there's I was, people listening right now who want to like punch well, me right I've in the mouth. I think i said out. this before in, on the program. I saw Fast. I think it was Fast Five. Uh, saw it opening weekend in Fresno, California Mm -hmm. and it's the closest I'll come to seeing Star Wars opening weekend in the 70s. Yeah. It felt like there was like an hour long line to get in because this is before reserve seating and people were just in the theater watching this like it was gospel. Yeah. Like it was the final installment of Lord of the Rings. Very right, where dangerous. Where it was,
0: very dangerous parking lot. Fair, oh yeah, on the way out, yeah. Just donuts.
1: Yeah, linger in the lobby for a while.
0: Ghost riding. It,
2: it was like it was like watching a, a Pentecostal church where everybody's yeah. speaking in tongues <laughs> and fucking. So no, people do take it seriously, but I, I like it because it, it it it's one of the few dumb franchises where I can. I can turn off my brain and find joy. It's what I imagine Brian gets out of Transformers. No, it's I was no, just, no. I was just about to it
1: say it's it's, <laughs> how dare you? it's what it's what I wish Transformers was was a little more self-aware, a little smarter, a little sillier. And in, instead Transformers is just like a mess that's hard to follow, whereas the Fast and the Furious movies, the good ones, when they know what they're doing, like are are, are that, you know what I mean, the best they they're like really good taffy. You know, they're the best it's, example of yeah.
2: candy. It's just no no calories whatsoever.
0: So the action I'm hearing, you know what was good I guess and like the over the top and crazy what, yeah it was comedy it was a- how was the comedy like would I at least get a few chuckles I out think of it you think would think of the like
2: Jason Momoa because his whole thing the entire time he is shitting on every character in the movie and what is going on he's mm-hmm. shitting on how macho they're trying to be or just how it's all about family and that's his whole character is basically going this is fucking lame yeah. and you guys are pathetic it and he's calling out a lot of
1: ridiculous behavior oh so like and la- speaking directly to people he's, the, he's yes. the great chorus
2: yeah laughing when characters die or get injured or lose something I might or- have made a
1: huge mistake
2: because <laughs> he is yeah he's very much so just laughing at uh, their misfortune he's a very
1: self-aware villain
2: okay all right he was the most enjoyable part far that, away that, that does not me.
0: come through in the trailer at all it comes through like you're. No, I was uh, surprised. here comes another badass and that's I what he's... I was
2: worried about because uh, you know me I avoid trailers yeah. at all costs I thought he was just gonna be this gruff all right yeah, it's completely. Jason Momoa completely. Cal Drogo's gonna come out and be gruff and he'll all right, cool. Pull out some giant knife and cut some people. Yeah, here and race comes Aquaman,
1: and, giant, yeah. you know, muscle bound, whatever. And so it's it's, I mean, it's I, not that.
0: I know I'm being insulting, especially to like <laughs> the three people who actually do love this and take it seriously. Uh, I think there's probably three uh, three yeah. guys listening right now. Hopefully you're not in the same place because when you guys get together, it's danger. It's dangerous. Yeah. It's very dangerous when you guys.
2: It's a black hole of intelligence. Storm in the capital again. <laughs> stop it! stop it! <laughs> Starts pulling in objects with the lack of.
0: <laughs> but I, it's almost like one of those things, like The Simpsons, where they get like a couple different types of writers in the room. Like, all right, you're going to write for like really small children yes. and let them laugh. See, I'm being very insulting. I understand. You really are. And then, and then over here, like you're going to write for this other like segment of the audience that might have been dragged there by their friends, or they think they should be
2: seeing it, or there was something in there for everybody. I, I it, it's certainly it's not. To no one. The and last thing it is, is boring. I was not bored with this movie for a second, with the exception of the uh, abortion, which was the first 10 minutes. Okay. Beyond that, I was
0: tremendously- I bored with action movies easily, as you know. So I just, I didn't want to- they, j-
2: they kept it going. All right. I will say I, I caught myself on the verge of getting dusty at one point. I can't remember what it was specifically. Hmm. It was Brian. something- There was
1: actual dust in the theater. <laughs> it was something-
2: painfully stupid and i call myself and just in my brain went no i'm not letting you have this one do you know where the dust came from like where that
0: did, where that may have been coined no i just saw a movie from 1943 i think and she actually says like there's some dust in here i can, she's yeah, in a
1: it's how like you know people would try and write off not crack. but it
0: was dust a lot yeah and they'd say that way back okay Interesting. You almost cried. Okay, that's yeah, good.
2: And I had to shut it down. There's so went, many reasons no, why no. I
0: wanted to fire you this week for for numerous. <laughs> I mean, you're not you're only going to be here for like half of this show. You're not going to be here for the next show. I'll uh, be here for this show. Not not the the next. Not not the one that we're but not doing, the, No, that, not
2: for the. bar. You're leaving
0: early tonight. I should say. Uh, you forgot all your equipment. But I think almost crying at Fast X might be the
2: most egregious of all of you, <laughs> your shortcomings this week. Almost it. Yeah. Almost it. The theater enjoyed it. The people yeah. enjoyed it.
0: Well, I would imagine it's opening weekend. You know, very few people who are not gung ho about this movie are showing so, up opening weekend.
2: I don't think if you're not already into Fast and Furious, I don't think this is the one you need to jump in on. This isn't the one that's going to sell you on it. But if you are somebody who has liked movies in the franchise and you maybe weren't sold on eight or nine, I think this is definitely worth seeing and jumping back in.
1: Yeah, this is a uh, this the, you know. It's funny because it's so steeped, like they, they do the uh, what's this fuck Paul Walker's in this movie. Right, like he's in yeah. a few early scenes. Uh, I didn't look into the technology, but he's in there. Um, so it does rely heavily on backstory, but at the same time, I don't see anyone, because anyone couldn't just jump in and enjoy this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I enjoyed it more than I should have. I've seen one, and I've seen parts of seven, and I,
2: I'm good. Well, those are good ones to see. Yeah.
1: One, those are, <laughs> one was good. Know, yeah, I enjoyed good. one. Mm. No. He was also
0: like 10 when it came out, I think. (laughs) That's true. Yeah.
2: I've seen it recently again, though. It's got Ah, good stunts in it. It's the only one that's actually about street racing.
0: Yeah, I mean, it all started in a kind of a real place, but that made it even more cringy. I think. At least now they're pretending, right?
2: You don't like shirtless dudes fighting about tuna sandwiches?
0: Uh, can't take the machismo especially when it's
2: like done with like real earnest yeah. like that's why this this one is much better with it. any machismo like this is, it's co- cut, is cut, swiftly it's, lampooned it's, yeah. and, and made fun it's of. lampshaded earnest yeah.
0: machismo is just one of the, <laughs> my <laughs> least favorite things so too. so that I like I that I do think,
2: yeah that i do enjoy ironically in the previous ones where there is much more of you're my brother, and do the, the forearm grabbing, and that that I do. That it's does It's funny because
1: like no one delight me. It's as though Vin Diesel didn't read the whole script, and no one told him what the movie was, because he's yeah. still playing the same Dom Toretto, but everyone around him. Well, they
2: switched directors midway through yeah, filming, is what I was hearing. So, and the the new guy who stepped in. Was they called him two days later? He's on set and he's writing in pages like he's working on the script that as happens, they're going. I think,
0: more often than a, than a lot of people know.
2: But it was miraculous to me that it was as knowing that, that it was as coherent as it was, You're and right. that they pulled and all these threads together. We
1: probably should mention that. That the yes, like Avery said, they changed directors halfway through Justin Lindley just like walked away. Or I thought he
2: was maybe fired by Vin Diesel. I don't know.
1: I think Ben would like to have you believe that, but I think the director was like, fuck this. This is not worth my time. Yeah. Anyway, either well, way. Well, where the, would
0: you draw that conclusion?
1: Okay, stuff he's, I've read. He's, he's I, an insider. You, you know, You're reading working. articles Giovanni's about this? He's working on email right now.
0: Why? No, he's not a fast accent. Uh, Why are you reading articles about this movie? Right.
1: Uh, the, the, the production was interesting. The way the director was was uh, fired, de- departed halfway through. We'll quit. And. I was expecting a mess. I was expecting yeah. oh, this This will be uh, on the level Eight, of. Like, honestly,
2: just incoherent.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it was
2: Bohemian Rhapsody. sounded like it, that, w- it exactly sounded like was going to, to be. Say. Yeah.
1: That's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah, it wasn't that. It was a competent, popcorn, f- fun movie. Yeah.
2: yeah. Honestly, one of the better Fast and Furiouses, I would say. I would say it's in the top 50%. <laughs>
1: it's one of the better Fast and Furious. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I would agree. Fast and Furious.
1: That's plural. Yeah. I, like I, Octopus. it?
0: I, how do you say octopus, plural?
1: I was told octopi. No, it's not. Oh, it's not?
0: It's octopuses. Oh. Yeah. I learned that all on right. last week tonight, though, so I mean, don't give me credit. I, just, I learned that on, but a lot of smart people, myself included, or people who think they're trying to be smart will, will say octopus yeah. or octop- octopi. You're That's wrong. That's what I thought it was. Unless uh, unless John Oliver's playing a trick on all those.
2: Did we uh, uh, fact sway it. you in any way to see this? Movie? Oh, no, 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 no not, you'll be not even a little things? bit would you dip in briefly if it's on streaming just to see Jason Momoa? Just, just, just spot I'm check I'm kind of curious it. to see like what just his... to spot check it.
0: I would like to see like maybe a fun scene where he like really like, nails it and chooses scenery, sure.
2: but There Let's was a very a... morbid scene in the middle that I was surprised by that they went there.
1: With the, with the Weekend Bernie situation? Yes. That yeah. was surprising. It worked for me, but that was surprising that they were willing the to go but there. I was initially confused. I was like, wait, is he? Well, you're always this? confused. I am, but especially here because it was so out of place for these type of movies. Yeah. I was like, Is that what I think it is? I'm like, oh,
2: yes, it is. And it was, it worked, but I went, wow, that's that's pretty
1: dark for this this franchise. So
2: there's a
0: a strange tone shift in the movie.
1: No, actually, the tone works with the tone. It was just, it was, it was, um, silly but horrifying. Yeah, if that makes sense.
0: I wish that there was more hours in the day. Mm. I wish that, uh, the the one thing that I think I would get out of this movie is just going, because for for it to be an event and and being in the theater with a bunch of people. But at the same time, I think I'd be very uncomfortable and upset with people enjoying themselves so much. Because I am a bit of a misanthrope at times. like I said, guys, I'm sorry. I will add value. I will. I will displace my my ignoring of movies like this at least this year. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how much abuse I take from the listenership for avoiding movies like this. But I made a declaration. And I think I picked six like remakes, reboots, prequels, or just you know source material that I'm going to actually see this year. <laughs> this
2: one does not need to be on the list
0: because I don't want to be part of the problem. And I feel like I'm still standing by and being part of the problem as we spend the first. 25 minutes of the show talking about well, this. must be
2: commented on?
0: This. Oh, of it's course. True. yeah, yeah. But, I mean, It's
1: in the zeitgeist. It's being talked about a
0: lot.
2: <laughs> There's a lot to talk all
1: right. There's a lot to dissect here.
0: Do you want to move on? to, the, uh, to Not a, really. A, let's
1: take a quick break. <laughs> take a
0: quick break. We'll come back and talk about um, two movies that I deem worthy to see.
1: All right. <laughs> prince is uh, deemed these worthy. The so royal, we'll, prince, uh, royal Prince, please. Yeah. The Royal Prince. So we'll talk about that after this.
0: We took it all.
1: For the fourth year in a row, Don is partnering with iHeartRadio for Can't Cancel Pride, a campaign that has raised over $11 million for the LGBTQ community. Don continuously strives to celebrate visibility and inclusivity for all. And that means supporting amazing organizations like Centerlink, providing safe spaces where over 52,000 community members go each week to receive critical and life-saving services. Don is there for your home or your home away from home. So visit can'tcancelpride.com to learn more. All right, we're back. Anderson, what do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about still a Michael J. Fox movie or A Girl Walks Home Alone let's, at
0: Night? Let's talk A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Let's get this one uh, in the middle of program here. And uh, I can, because I can, I'm really, I am anticipating. I, I, I'm, I'm wondering how you took this movie. So oh. why, don't you, why don't you take it away?
1: A well, girl walk Well, tell us who the assigner first, uh, Matt. Uh, Matt
0: Rixner. And just and I talked to Matt today. Matt and I have talked uh, a number of times over the years. He's been Matt, supportive. I'm
1: sorry. If I may interrupt, I'm sorry. I don't mean to disrespect you by forgetting your name. Avery, one of his many fuck ups this week is not putting the name on your notes.
0: Still the worst is almost crying at Fast X. That is true. <laughs> And
1: not maybe it is the worst, but uh, I Matt, still
2: blame Fast X for my mental lapse this week. I Matt, might not be the same ever
0: again. I think this is the sixth movie Matt has assigned us. He also assigned us RKO Two Eighty One, which, right. if you recall, we, we both really enjoyed that Indeed. one. Indeed, uh, Mickey and Nikki. Even though it looks like it's spelled is, Mikey and Nikki, is but, that
1: the one on the train?
0: No, no, um, no. It's Falk. Remember.
1: Oh, yeah, but it's uh, sorry, you're right. Suspiria. Yes, yes. The
0: yes. remake of Suspiria, which yes. I would have banned this year because it's a remake or a reboot. Uh, he, he assigned us that one, as well as Dark Passage, which was the uh, Bogart McCall movie. That's it was right. the last movie he assigned us, and now uh, he assigned us A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. I also let uh, Matt know that I would be doing full disclosure. There's a uh, another supporter of the program, Nick Eats Cake. Many of us have heard his name. He, he's a supporter and a contributor to the program, and he assigned us. A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night a while ago. Oh. But there's a lot of back and forth. Things got confused. I'm the guy who like, keeps track of all this stuff. And uh, something got lost in translation. And I thought that he had changed that uh, pick. So this is one of Nick Eats Cake's favorite movies of all time. So he oh. won't, uh, He's like, I don't need credit. It's it's Matt's pick. But he was very disappointed and sad. So, oh. I, But it's Matt's pick. And I got to talk to Matt about it for a while earlier today. So why don't you take it away? It's a very particular type of movie.
1: indeed it is a girl walks home alone at night is a 2014 film directed by anna lily Amirpour. uh 96 percent of rotten tomatoes you can rent this across multiple platforms uh this is you
0: can watch it on hoopla as well if you have Hoopla, that, and i think canopy as well yeah uh, uh
1: is this uh this is iranian right it's
0: an iranian made okay, film yes well go. she's an iranian
1: right but it's spoken uh, in yeah, yeah, yeah. american subtitle english subtitles american that's right um where do i start with this movie it's in black and white yeah honestly the black and white at first i found eerie because this is a vampire movie as mm-hmm. a movie about a vampire who uh, terrorizes so, certain individuals
0: uh, yeah i mean i guess there's no getting around it but i didn't know it was about a vampire I when i either. first hearing i started hearing like in probably 2014 2015 like oh you haven't seen a girl walks home alone night? as you imagine get a bunch of emails and uh friends who love movies and i've been told to watch this movie since it came out and here we are we're finally watching it now all those all these years later i i still have not even read the log line on imdb which says it explicitly that she's a vampire the fact that i didn't know that got a jump scare out of me when watching her first expose her teeth and Mm -hmm. i was not prepared i don't know if it got you but it got me so i jumped i legitimately jumped on my which on my couch which is rare uh, the movie's black and white, like Brian says. It takes place in some place called Bad City, which is right. supposed to be a small ghost town in Iran. And it's very, very limited uh, characters, limited um, extras, unless they're dead bodies, which is one shot, which was phenomenal. Uh, and it's all about tone. And I use the the term tone poem sparingly because I usually avoid movies that are tone poems. Ghost, A Ghost Story is the best example I can think of of a, of a tone poem. And it absolutely worked for me. Most of the time, tone poem movies, they just don't.
1: Bumblebee probably is a good example. No, not a tone poem at
0: all. No, I feel, I feel like you need to. I just threw it out there. Re- revisit no, the. I don't, uh, know definition. I don't know what that Tone poem is all about uh, vibe and sound and vibe, essentially, right? And mood. And um, they get they get away with a whole. A, a lot of tone poem movies. It's real steel. No, no, no. It's okay. very different than okay. that they get away with a lot of just like long takes of characters doing very little and we're supposed to be like accessing their like inner thoughts, but we don't actually hear any inner thoughts. I want information. You know, I can, sure. I can, uh, you know, dream about what like, I don't need the tone poem, the tone poem. It's indie porn as well, which is a term. True. That gets, my buddy Eric Holmes loves to talk about indie porn over on cinematic cinema dicks, but this was all of those things, but it, but it really worked for me. I really, really enjoyed this one.
1: Well, I'm going to agree with everything you said, but I'm going to give this movie even more credit. Okay, great. More than being a tone poem, which it is, um, the cinematography is fantastic.
0: It is really, really it's, inventive.
1: It's black and white. It looks fantastic. Or initially, I was like, oh, the black and white adds to the eeriness and the creepiness. And I get, you know, there's, there is a lot of walking home alone at night, being followed, whatever. And it's all eerie and off putting. But the cinematography is quite beautiful like I most home poem movies I'm bored I'm like looking at
0: my watch going okay I know they want me to be thinking something here I'm trying to think something but I'm not maybe I'm just too obtuse I'm not I'm not accessing this movie this one I was into it the soundscape helps you get there I should also say that it's kind of set loosely in the mid 90s as far as I could tell as far as the TVs that were represented that's interesting uh the flip phones yeah. and the music choices and there's some great music choices there is the camera is locked down where the characters are just kind of moving around in that space, but it's done. I hope I'm not scaring anyone. We're not scaring people away with this because it's done in a way that's very effective. She is. also is directing music videos, which you could see. I'm sure she's directing commercials. Uh, she's done some other features that haven't done played as well as this one. Uh, early on, you realize that it's not the movie you might think it is going in, knowing that it's an Iranian film, because the, one of the first characters you see uh, is the drug dealer, mm. who there's no denying the fact that he was modeled after Ninja from D'Antwoord. There's well, just has, no denying. He
1: has a big S-E-X tattooed on his neck, so mm-hmm. you know what this guy's all about.
0: His mustache is goddamn sweet. Uh, I love that dude's vibe, and and uh, I don't know if there are men walking around that look like him in Iran. I know Iran used to have a whole different culture. There are culture in Fast X,
2: I'll tell you that. <laughs> in, sure.
0: Fast X takes place in Iran? No, but no.
1: there's dudes who, who all right, fit
0: well, that description. I feel like Fast X got its, got its, got its place got its- <laughs>
1: I think we didn't talk about it some more.
0: I, I had some you, more questions. your interest during, during the break, I had some more questions about Fast X, but they've waned.
2: I think your interest has peaked.
0: What else did I want to say about this? A
1: lot of fingers and mouths.
0: Yes, there are. Um,
1: That's just an observation.
0: <laughs> there are fingers and mouths, and you have not seen Bone uh, Bones at all, yep. which came out last year, and then uh, also you can't watch this one without thinking a little about uh, Let the Right One In. Sure. Sure. Uh, it's
1: because she befriends our main character.
0: I like this movie quite a bit. Almost love this movie. It's a solid like four and a so half star movie. It's a, bit of a revenge movie. movie. It is a bit of a revenge movie. There's a lot of things that I just have such an appreciation for with this movie that, that just wouldn't work. You wouldn't, wouldn't think they would work. There's a scene where she's standing on a, on a skateboard yep. against a wall and it's a good well, like 60 to 90 second clip. It's like, what am I looking at here? But you're loving looking at it.
1: The Amazon description says, I think it starts with like a town is whatever, uh, besieged by a skateboarding vampire. I'm like, I don't want to see this fucking movie. <laughs> no, that makes that sense is not awesome. accurate. That is not what this it's movie is about. It's much more
0: accurate than what I thought it was going to be about. Because I yeah, really but, knew nothing about it.
1: But to your point, which I agree with, if you described all the elements of this movie... It would sound bad, yeah. Like, like if you're like, oh, those vampires she skateboards, and it's black and white, and it's an it's an. It Armenian. sounds like indie porn, which yeah. it
0: is, but it sounds like a different kind of indie porn, right?
1: Yeah, i have no interest.
0: And the director, she actually is a skateboarder, so that was actually her skateboarding in those in some of those shots because oh. the uh, the lead actors couldn't couldn't really skate, I guess. Which, but they, sh- you know, where they shot this?
1: Uh out here, right? Look at me, panicked. Ah, oh, I, I know this. this. Ah. I read this on the Wikipedia.
0: They they shot it in Taft and Bakersfield.
2: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's bad when you're. Never mind.
2: Huh? I knew where you were going. <laughs> hmm.
1: We need a a town to stand in. For.
0: Never mind. For Iran.
1: Yeah, there's some desolate, fucking sandy wasteland.
0: I I foolishly was watching it, thinking, "Wow, there's some really Western-looking spots in Iran." I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, the more i was watching i'm like i don't know and then i was, the, was i knew that
2: buck owens poster cool.
0: <laughs> i knew the, even the car everything is like cool it's, it's like, like french it's got a real french new wave vibe to it for sure <laughs> and uh, i think that the uh, the director is, I, I wish that she had some other bangers on her her imdb i do i am really interested to see some of her other movies that weren't as well received but i like this one quite a bit
1: yeah it's very well made and I think that's...
0: I was talking to Matt earlier today. It seems like the kind of oh, movie... Oh, tell me what did Matt say. You, you, I was talking to him about how you might have hated this like 10 really? years ago, 12 well, years ago, yeah. but I think that you've kind of learned to appreciate movies like this a little bit more because for a while there, Like if they didn't have robots that were killing things, then you were out, remember?
1: There were almost no <laughs> transforming <laughs> robots in this film. <laughs> almost none. It's bereft of robots. Oh,
0: I'm coming off like such a... Uh, I like got movie snob on this episode, more than more than usual, yeah, which is, says a lot.
1: Hey guys, if this is your first episode listening, don't do it. Don't do what? Go, don't listen. Just no, turn no, it off. You now. should
0: continue listening because uh, you, you you're still going to get some some good tips. Like. Check out this uh, Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. It's it's worth the price of admission for most of you, I would think. It's I think predicted. most people who like movies, right?
1: Yeah, I enjoyed this. So especially, I mean, it's a self example. It's it's a black and white Iranian language film. So that's going to weed out a certain number of people. But if you, that sounds appealing to you,
0: but you you're know in. where our, our service comes in here, and yes, with the show as a service, is like that sounds like a barrier to entry. We're here to tell you that it's not.
1: Yeah, this is the most accessible Iranian black and white <laughs> film you'll ever see.
0: There's truth in that statement. Um, but did you find yourself pausing it to see if that sound that you were hearing throughout the various sounds that you were hearing was coming from like somewhere in your neighborhood no, or from the movie? I,
1: no, because I had headphones on.
0: Okay, because there was some soundscaping here that was really good, Indeed. really and subtle. And I'm like, this
1: is- It kind of reminded me of uh, Irreversible.
0: A little bit, yeah. yeah. There's definitely some elements of Not Irreversible Not in the in here. nauseating way. No, right? but in the, in the affecting way just not negatively affecting, maybe making it a little uneasy, but that was the whole point, Indeed. right? Indeed. There's the, okay, and then my last thing about this is uh, there's so many different ways to show how drugs make people feel. We've talked about this ad nauseum and how a lot of writers and directors don't know how drugs make right. people feel. And usually what they'll do is they'll use effects that are really cheesy, like Make the hey. camera
1: go Dutch. Yeah, mm-hmm. and
0: they they had ecstasy and heroin are represented in this movie i can't speak to the heroin one but uh, when there certain characters on ecstasy like they did not do anything crazy with effects they didn't do anything crazy with the camera operation they just let the actor they directed the actor to do things that he might do while on ecstasy and it i feel like it was spot on okay it, and i appreciated uh how they didn't overdo that
1: if that's important to you, you're in luck.
0: It is important to you. I just don't like to see, like, oh, we're going to do a crazy right. drug sequence here, Danny Boyle. What?
2: Do you know what had that? That yes. huh? Fast X. Definitely had a stupid. Yeah. That's very stupid. I, it's just cringy. And they, it not.
1: Happened? I remember that.
2: You remember the, uh, the cameo uh, where. In the middle of it, one character eats this muffin that's laced with drugs. Oh, that's, that was stupid. It was very it was very dumb. Oh, that
1: was especially stupid, because it went nowhere.
2: Yeah, it went nowhere. It was just it an was excuse cool. to get that cameo in there, which also went nowhere.
1: That was extra. Okay, that's the only scene. Back to Fast X. That's the only scene where I was like, that was worthless. They ended up in the same place they started in, in that scene. Yes. You know what I mean? like, It added nothing to the movie, other than to jam in an awkward cameo. Yeah. I'm glad you And, a, and
2: a very shitty the poor example of taking drugs like Anderson was saying yeah where you go everything turns wobbly and like rainbows this what what is this yeah, no, that scene was because he ate a laced ones. muffin, Anderson. He's great. Oh,
1: what don't eat laced? those muffins. What was it laced with?
2: They didn't even tell you. That's how you know it's bull. It's just generic uh, I mean, I mean, drugs. He was,
1: yeah, he was like, "Those are special muffins."
2: Yeah, there's drugs in those muffins. J- drugs. Did was there laughter in your sold-out theaters? Oh, certainly. Oh, at not, that, do- at that part.
1: Oh, really?
0: Probably. I, I don't say, know. I
1: don't. I only saw it with like seven or eight people. Oh, really? It was a 10 a.m. one of. As Avery pointed out. No, not a, a 10 a.m. <laughs> it's not a They'll 10 a.m. Cr- uh, crew.
2: It is a weekend uh, afternoon or uh, or night. time. Yeah, Quentin time. The working man. Shh. All
0: right. Uh, it's uh, yeah, film. We we both uh, recommend A Girl Walks Home. Yeah, that was a solid
1: night, assignment. Thank you for that.
0: And uh, I'll forever associate it uh, closely with Matt Rixner. <clears throat> sorry, That's Nick. At the
1: expense of others.
0: I'm sorry. Sorry, Nick. Yes. uh Okay. Moving forward.
1: Moving forward. Yes. There's a film you teased uh, last week, I think. Mm-hmm. Still a Michael J. Fox movie. 2023 film directed by Davis Guggenheim. Uh, he's the director of uh, Inconvenient Truth, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't write it down, but I did do remember that. 99% of Rotten Tomatoes. This is streaming on Apple TV+. plus. A little critic-proof. Mm-hmm. A little critic-proof.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. Good I luck
1: think- giving this a bad review.
0: I think it's just like viewer proof as well. Like you'd have to be a, kind of an a-hole. I mean, I can pick some heads with this movie for sure. I mean, like who's going to watch this movie? Who's going to sit down and watch this movie and get on their phone with their friend and be like, yeah. don't watch that still about M- Michael J. Fox. Terrible. I'll tell you
1: what a real downer it is. That prick avoided. Yeah. So Anderson, I think you talked about how inventive the filmmaking was and that really was the movie has two things going for it. Two. Michael J. F- well, two two pillars. Michael J. Fox, compelling story, compelling actor, likable guy, all that stuff. Uh, his health journey is really interesting. And then the filmmaking is inventive to say the least. Like this is, I have not seen too many documentaries like this.
0: Uh, the only one that I can think of is uh, Room Two Thirty Seven, mm. which
1: and not, and it's not like this. It is not. not. Sorry, not to this level. So there Michael J. Fox is No, it's
0: more so. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna argue with you here because room two thirty-seven shows not a single talking head.
1: Oh uh, you only
0: see source footage. Okay, okay. You only see what stuff me- from The Shining or from Kubrick's other movies.
1: Fair. What I meant to say was what, what I meant by saying that was Michael J. Fox effectively narrates this film through his audiobook, and a lot of that is illustrated on the screen with clips from his other movies. So the 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 using and reenactments too, which is interesting, but like this, this manipulation of uh, what you're seeing and what you're hearing really drives the narrative if there is one. I mean, you know, there's a
0: narrative for sure. It's yeah. it's all about him learning about it. It's about, it's about some substance abuse for sure. We get to see where Michael... It's Michael J. Fox's life. Right? Yeah. We see his life. We see where With he came from. With an
1: emphasis on what's going on now.
0: Yeah, for sure what's going on now because that's where the modern day Michael J. Fox, the present day, is, is telling the story. But it goes all the way back to like how he was kind of a not a great student. And he was like the little guy in class and the, the archival footage of, and pictures of, of him being the little guy was great. I didn't know that... And then it made sense how he got all of his... Hmm all of his roles, because yeah. he was like the most mature, 14, 12-year-old. He's a year old like
1: yeah. 16, or so, whatever it was.
0: That was all great, but then it continued to get to the, uh, you know, lead up to where we all know it's going, which is diagnosis, and it's, I thought you would really like it too, because you wrote a book, and you read the book yeah. for the audio book, which is effectively he's doing uh, for this documentary, and like yeah. you said, he they avoid showing him just reading from his own book by Painstakingly, I would imagine a team of people went through all every of his Michael movies and took every movie. copious, like, copious notes on like what the scenes yeah. were about. And, oh,
1: here's a, here's footage of Michael running. Here's footage of Michael smiling.
0: It's kind of similar to like what we used to do with drops, and like we'd be listening and we be like, "Do we have a drop for that mm. that fits this occasion?" And finding that clip True. that fits. And I wonder how how many clips they they how many excerpts from his book they chose specifically because <laughs> they had a yeah. very.
1: Or how many excerpts they scrapped because they couldn't find they something to go with it.
0: Yeah, perhaps.
1: Interesting. So it's, Either way, it's... It's, it's, uh, it's, it's touching. It's, but, yeah, but I'm going to say I mean, this specifically, is unlike any mainstream documentary I've ever seen, Two Room 237 comes the closest, but, uh, but, but yeah, it's, uh, it's inventive.
0: Yeah. Uh, I liked it. Uh, do you want to pick some nits? I mean, I don't even know if I need to... Do you think it'll be up for Oscars? I could see that.
1: I could see it, but also no.
0: I, can, was Gleason up for anything? Because no. I mean, that's that's one of the
1: that's the gold standard. Mr.
2: Rogers was, though.
0: Mr. Rogers was, but Mr. Rogers was like a life changing documentary. Like Mr. Rogers was like my favorite movie of uh, those that two year period or something. It was.
1: This is phenomenal. very good. I can't see a scenario. Won't with... you be my neighbor, Brian? Was that was Mr. that the Rogers. movie or was that the documentary?
2: It was the documentary. All right. Oh, I forgot they made a movie.
1: It's right, Tom Hanks. Oh. See, now I gotta that? look it
2: up. I, I, I'm I'm
0: pretty sure. Pretty sure. Why was that made? For the same reason that like Fast was made.
2: Like people don't that's, know what they that's
1: want. That's not true. <laughs> I can't think of too much of them.
2: Also, for the same reason they made a live action Little Mermaid. Yeah,
0: Won't You Be My Neighbor? Is the documentary. Okay. This
1: was do. this was very Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. I think was the uh, movie. This is uh, is very good. I don't see a scenario where this makes my top five at the end of the year.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. So what what are the problems with it? I mean, it's very inventive. It's a touching story. It's a uh, remarkable access to the actor himself.
1: I don't know. What do you want, what Nits do you want to pick?
0: I mean, it's it's not Gleason.
1: <laughs> no, you're. Sometimes a movie. Can only be so good, right? Like this is this probably tops out on how good it can be. Like this is not going to be Gleason. This is not going to be a, you know, a, a five star documentary. It's good. It's very good, and this is probably as good as it can be.
0: It's a it's a heartbreaking crowd pleaser.
1: It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
0: One of my one of the most distracting things about it. And I guess I am going to be picking nits here. And I I'm sitting across from you. Do you think that he? Do you think he had a, like a somebody writing that with him? Meaning what? The words didn't feel authentically Michael J. Fox to me. They felt extra flowery from his book. Are you
1: talking about from the interview or from from the, the book
0: when he's reading it? And it that just
1: maybe it's possible a lot of a lot of uh, you know a celebrity actor or whatever do.
0: And there was like there was spots where it felt like there was almost pauses for laughter because mm-hmm. it was supposed to be so funny, but I just didn't find it particularly humorous. And I was like, was I think that points. a lot of people think that Michael J. Fox is. Like they just they laugh at everything he says, you know what I mean? I get I got that little that sense where it's like everyone's laughing at everything he says, and some of that made it into the documentary, and it just kind of made me uncomfortable.
1: He's also funny and self deprecating, so I mean he is. I don't know. I I I find him charming, as does the world.
0: You see him on curb. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. Oh, but I saw the clip. Yeah, so good. Yeah, he's. (laughs) You shake this up,
1: (laughs) Parkinsons. (laughs) <laughs> That's funny.
0: Yeah, I I think that most everyone you, you watch this with or if you watch this, you're gonna really enjoy it. It's just some of that flowery um, I could see
1: like, that writing being ghost redden or co-ridden for sure.
0: It kind of stood out and I didn't I didn't love it. I didn't love it.
1: But his I watched this
0: one with the wife too, and you know, we were kinda like saying it might be it might be a bit much there. Mm. It was bothering the two of us, but you know, maybe we're both misanthropes. I don't know.
1: Maybe uh, I found a really compelling moment to be when he was. Remember him walking on the street with his physical therapist, and the woman says, "Hi, Mr. Fox," and he turns quickly and he yes, falls and down. Yes, and he falls.
0: God, I felt bad for that woman. I, I felt so how awful. Because you know feel whether keep moment. walking or come help. Jillian, we're watching it, and she's like, "Why can't he slow down?" Because like her dad's, you know, uh, g- got some stability I issues. The same thing. And I was thinking about you too, and like. She, and, and Jillian kept saying, they just people like that, they just need to slow down. They got to, but I'm like, you in fairness to Michael J. Fox, though, so like he always was kind of like skipping yeah, through life. Yeah, like exactly. that's just who he is. Like he doesn't slow down, I don't think. So why should he now? Does, or, it,
1: make you, does it make you happy or sad to know that Christy is constantly telling me to speed up?
0: Makes me laugh. So I guess that's <laughs> happy. <laughs> Wait, is Tessa telling you to speed up too? Still so occasionally. Oh, brah, brah. Because I'm constantly waiting for Atticus. He's so slow. You got
2: to swap kids?
0: Oh, hey. 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 Hey, you guys would never get anywhere. You'd still be <laughs> like wherever you were last week.
1: <laughs> we'll be there on our way. All right. That's that. Yeah, I enjoyed still. I, again, some movies are just as good as they are. You yeah. know? Like, it's not like it fell short anyway. It's just, that's the movie. I could see this being up for for,
0: for best uh, documentary. Really? Yeah. Uh. I could
1: I mean it, it, quality wise it's, it's probably worthy
0: you know what Re- honestly it's like it depends on what happens in the world a little bit too in between now and like say October like yeah. is some other documentary going to come out that's more applicable to whatever strife is happening you yeah. know like so
1: what if Michael J. Fox died in like next month don't put
0: that out there. What's the matter with you?
1: I'm just saying. I'm already really
0: picking good. nits going. He's not as funny as everyone makes them out to be, and he. I don't believe that he wrote his book. Like, wow. What are we
1: doing? That's really mean. <laughs> what
0: the I, fuck are we doing,
2: I, I For
1: the It'd be record, better
2: if he wrote his own book and he was dead, that's what the. For the record, I would like him to live.
1: For the record, I would like him to live.
2: If you have not seen this and you watch
1: it, don't let
0: any of that bother you. It's good. There's plenty. I I do think the most impressive. This sounds. This might be the worst thing that I've said so far. Let's
2: hear. It. Not yep. as bad as me crying. The most
0: impressive thing is... Why, why are we doing this? You tell me. And still, a Michael J. Fox movie are the edits that they found that go along with the reading of, from his book uh, more... As far as sitting down and watching the movie, you're, I, I was more impressed with that than actually him. No, that's just... Like, obviously, in the real world, yes, like him overcoming some of these things and staying at it, but in, in real time while sitting and watching it, I was more moved, I guess, by... <laughs> By the filmmakers being able to mm. put that together,
1: by the craftsmanship <laughs> than the emotion,
0: the craftsmanship than him overcoming some of this stuff mm. and dealing with it, which I guess is a problem with the movie, not me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got, shouldn't I be more impressed with the craftsmanship of the movie than I am with his own personal journey, but I was more impressed with <laughs> <Okay>. edits.
2: <laughs> and yet here we are.
0: No, I, Yeah, you can't. You can't imagine what that guy's going through. But when you got Gleason as <laughs> the gold standard, you can't. All right. Oh, I wish we didn't talk about that movie now. It's a good movie.
1: It, well, it, we're, talk, we're also comparing a little bit of apples to oranges because Gleason is a, is a good comp. Gleason follows Steve Gleason through the toughest times of his life, whereas this is very much looking back, I would imagine. Yeah, it's on, a retrospect. On some very tough times. You know yeah, it'd I mean? probably be
2: different if this was right when he got the diagnosis. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Like they, at, this, at this point when they made the movie, he's lived with it. He's accepted it. He's embraced it. His family has. Like they're all, they're all good,
2: right? Like Brian, he doesn't even care anymore. No, I don't even give a shit. Yeah. I thought about yeah. you a lot. And I think a lot
0: of listeners who, who might watch this might think of you as well. Speaking of which, uh, how's how everything? everything? Everything's good? No, Somebody good. was just telling me about how you uh, let everyone know on the Corolla uh, uh, show about Tessa. Like how you broke the news. You didn't know that? I didn't know that. No. Uh, how would I know that? I don't know. What about Tessa? Like the way that he like, well, I'll let you say it. Cause it no, your you thing. Say it. evidently like he, he, he wanted to make an announcement.
1: What happened? A somber, was, go ahead. Uh, when, uh, when we found out we were pregnant, I revealed it on the air, of the Corolla show, but in a very somber manner by saying like, Hey, I have some medical news. Um, there, oh, there's a, uh, growth, a new growth that we discovered. And, um, you know, we'd known about it for a while, but i uh, been hesitant to tell people. But uh, yeah, it's really caught us by... Sp- I, whatever I, say, I don't remember yeah. how I said it, but... It was,
0: Let him down a very dark and yeah. mean path.
1: And yeah. it revealed that, in fact, Christie was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And it was a delightful surprise. Everyone everyone enjoyed.
0: You know you upset at least a couple of people.
1: <laughs> I upset Gina Grad. Gina Grant, like... <laughs> no, you know, we're disappointed that, that there was a switch. No, I like, upset that... Gina like, said something to the effect of, like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, she thought that I was like... Got to be dead. No, room. yeah, we get that. Yeah. I'm suggesting
0: that some people were disappointed. Oh, to, there was no left turn. So that you were making more bishops. Yes. Oh, They were disappointed exactly. by the left
2: turn. They wanted <laughs> you to keep going down the path. Yes. And off the my cliff. mind didn't <laughs> go there. <laughs> you know, there's probably, I
0: mean, it's a big audience. At least one or two, I dare I say half a dozen.
2: No mixed purposes. <laughs> Just turned it off. Just turned off the pod. It's an audience. And the
0: world got to be a darker place. <laughs> All
2: right.
0: Uh, let's, let's move on. Let's... Uh,
1: I did have some people tell me they never cried harder is when I revealed that it was in Bactessa. I'm not. Okay. Death crummy.
0: Who, so, who told you that?
1: No, I'm playing your bit.
0: Oh, okay. I yeah. thought you meant I cried with joy and you were being ah, serious again over here. All right, let's go. I need some calories because my mind is adrift. No, no. Let's do this. You know haven't been fasting? No, I'm not trying to. I just haven't had time to eat today. Let's go. Ah. I'm going to eat one of your, your Tessa, the one, one of the growths uh, of the breakfast bars. bars. One yeah. bars. <laughs> I'll get you a bar. One of the Hell, growth I'll send bars. You. I'll
1: send you up in the bar. You need
0: a bar? I'll get you a bar. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? Real quick, uh, going back to Blackberry, uh, one of my favorite movies of the year. And also we talked <laughs> Such Fools. A
1: sassy
0: man. I think it might be my favorite movie of the year so far. And Fools Paradise. Uh, I forgot to mention that uh, Glenn Howerton is in that. He's got a cameo in there. Right. And then I heard my uh, friends over at Cinematics talking about, like, Eric was talking about how he didn't see him in there. And I didn't he's, bring it up. And it was in my notes. Isn't he heavily made up? Heavily made up. Yeah. Very, very swarthy man. He plays like his, uh, his, money man, his money manager. And he's like, well, your money's gone, so I'm no longer your money manager because my job is to manage your money, which you have none of. And it was a, a good little fun cameo.
1: Do we ever mention the character's name? In... From the main character, from... Uh, from uh, Blackberry? Balls no, ceiling? no, from fucking uh, The Time. Oh, fairs. I don't
0: think we did latte, latte, Latte Pronto. Latte Pronto. That's the kind of humor it is all the way through. Yeah, like,
1: they lean on that joke a lot.
0: Somebody yells at him to get him it's a Ray Latte Liotta. Pronto. Uh, that, that sounds... And then that becomes his name, and, and everyone calls him that.
1: Hilarity and Susie.
0: It was kind of like... Uh, what are we doing? Well, now, now, we're sh- now, every, now we're being mean every... about another movie that we've already done enough. But, like every... but we like Blackberry. But we talked...
1: Everything about. that Jason Momoa did in Fast X is funny.
0: <laughs> and what else, what else Eric uh, Holmes, my buddy, brought up was like, we didn't talk about ambition once. Yeah. And amb- that's what Blackberry is all really, because I was talking at the end, like, what, we never figured out really what Glenn Howard, and Paul Silly's like, character was after. And it's just, I mean, it's simple. It's just ambition. I mean, that's all that, sometimes yeah. that's all it is. Power. Is he wants
2: power and control. He power wants. and
0: control and ambition. You just kind of sums it up, right? Yeah. And money. Yeah. Well, money comes with first you get the money. Then you get
2: the but money to get to be able to enact his yeah. will.
0: And then you get the women. That's a little Tony Montana. That's not bad. Okay. I think I have that order correct. I don't know. That
2: makes right. sense. I got to see that movie again. Oh, I can't wait till that's on streaming. I, I want to uh, spot check that like every week.
0: Well, Blackberry? Yeah. I mean, there's places.
1: If you have to, you know what I mean?
0: I follow- <laughs> <laughs> if you got to dip in. Uh, congratulations to my buddy Paul Harper. Uh I, I probably said too much and said his full name now. Congratulations. It was it was just one of the most and then we'll and we'll get out of here. I'm gonna talk about it, I'm sure in the after disaster. But uh congratulations to my buddy uh, Brian Porter, who's uh, who's now a very old man. Uh but I was at a, at the funeral, which was, you know, obviously it's some not like this person was my friend but you know they are like mm-hmm. a, a pillar in this community and i you know they represent this place that i hold sacred to me and like everyone knows him who's ever been up there he's the face of my camp that i've been going to oh, for years
1: oh sorry about that buddy.
0: so i'm up there and, and we're doing like a memorial it's not officially a funeral a sure. memorial people are speaking i'm crying a
1: celebration of
0: life. a celebration of life yes his good friend from like seventh grade is talking about this man, uh, you know, who's now, he's now in his sixties. Oh, this and he is what Succession just, hit you where you lived. Yeah. Some of it is, there is some, some overlap for sure. Even though the, no, but I, I almost gave something away. Anyways, um, I'm sitting there and I, and I'm, and I'm crying and you know, I'm, it's dusty. Yeah, it's dusty. It, a lot of us are. And, uh, I'm sitting right behind my, my very good friend, Paul. And, uh, Couple of his like uh, sister in laws kids are there and they're crying so like they have to be taken out and like he's married to 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 uh, to uh, I, I lean in and I say uh, hey thank God you don't you don't uh, have a kid because I mean this is ridiculous like your sister in laws with their, you know your nieces have to be and I'm crying I'm just trying to make a joke right that's sure. what and then he uh, he lets me know that. That's not going to be the case for very much oh, longer. No. And it's like, oh, like, he told me it really early on. And it was the strangest thing to be so sad in that moment and then oh, smashed joyful. in the face with such like a happy news. because yeah. I'm so happy for those two guys. Like, I hear about people getting pregnant. When I heard you were pregnant, I'm like, God, oh, Jesus That's
2: Christ. Well, you really? just heard the story. I'm disappointed bishop? that that was the yeah. turn.
0: But when I found out that this, because I love it, just I'm, I'm joking with you, obviously, Brian. I but when know. I, it was, it was, I think in that moment in my entire life, I've never been so sad to only be so happy like the split second. Understood.
1: Bizarre. Quite, you got the bends. You got the emotional bends. It was like, yeah, he was calling
0: a whiplash, but it was more like uh, the bends. You're
1: right. All right. Thanks, uh, Matt Rixner, right, for assigning us a girl walks home alone at night. Appreciate you. That's right. That's right. That's right. Thanks to Light light Out for the Territory. Is it lights or light? I'm going to say light printed light light, light out of the territory thank you for them being our featured artists check them out at andersonandbryan.com andersonandbryan.com is the website where go over a whole bunch of stuff including the Amazon link that you can tap and shop uh, at your leisure for whatever believe, you need cost nothing
0: I believe it's leisure
1: I, I, I have it here as leisure
0: you know what's funny is I was watching the, about that property the one That's the right. 105,000 square foot the guy that created the whole thing he kept calling it a foyer no he's like you gotta walk in it's the biggest
1: foyer in the world and I'm like oh Brian would be so he thinks anyone that says uh,
0: foyer has no idea what they're talking about I'm upset right now yeah
2: he knows his stuff
1: I'm upset by Proxy
0: by Proxy or I think it's Prixie
1: oh shit don't get me started on barbecues are you gonna spell barbecue BBQ how many different
0: ways can you spell it I found like three Hey, my top five. My number one actually gives the definition of barbecue. keeps where it came from the really? origin. Yeah. Oh, I want to hear my one and only clip that I'll be playing.
1: All right. Instagram, Anderson and Brian. TikTok, Anderson and Brian. YouTube, The Film Vault Podcast. Twitter and Facebook, The Film Vault. Thanks, Patreon listeners. Appreciate you uh, subscribing and uh, paying us and assigning us and doing all the good stuff. Giovanni, appreciate your help. Mitch Burns, as always. Good to do the show without you. Mike Cole and Eric Kath, Thanks for kicking That's ass over there on YouTube Check out Anna's Antiques. Lots of, or if you're in the uh, Latrobe area, uh, (laughs) think about uh, taking a trip to uh, (laughs) taking a trip to uh, ship Anderson and Jillian some pirates. Uh,
0: It's just a matter. We have to have a representative pick the thing up, and uh, it's a whole thing. I told her, I promised her. She's my wife. You do you do crazy things for people you love. All right. uh, speaking of people you love and, and things you do, thank you to everyone who's been listening to Loaded for Bear. Uh, let's make this movie. Uh, it's been going well. I, I can All see right. the numbers. A number of you are listening. I'm getting a, a lot of emails and uh, the contrib- contributions continue to come in at Com. Thank you very much for that. And uh, yeah, uh, updates are always coming. Uh, more so will be coming. Mike just spent an entire his first full class with me shooting everything. Mm-hmm. So good
1: stuff. Do you uh, want, stuff. want to reach out to Dave Demashek for the uh, pirates?
0: No, we might have to reach out to nick those because i need to get some of this money transferred over so i can pay people because that still hasn't that still hasn't
1: happened he's so, my guy
0: that's concerning when, yes. when you're guy uh, who's ahead of the uh platform is not uh making i warned available. you
1: i warned you but here we are
0: in <laughs> all seriousness thank you very much guys uh for for helping and uh being a part of that uh, load of the
1: you earned him until next time we do it for van Gogh. For over a hundred years, the world has been captivated by Hollywood—the uh, stuff that dreams are made of, where stars are born. Made and born! The world! But just beneath the stardust lie a million more fascinating stories that, when sewn together, form an incredible history. The secret history of Hollywood, available now wherever you get
0: podcasts.